Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, Monday edition with Matt Tift and myself. How's it going, man? I'm good. Apologies for the uh, delay today. That was my bad. I left my normal computer in my car. Um, the car is now not here. Um, so I have rigged up this entire system to make the show possible today. So that is my bad. So I apologize for that. How are you doing today, Keith? I'm good. It's a Monday, man. I'm happy. Well, that, whoa, you're happy for a Monday. Yeah, happy for a Monday, which means I'm still crappy, but I'm happy for a Monday. So you're, well, most crappy and happy, but I guess that's just still crappy or happy. There's no, there's no in between. There is no in between. <laughs> oh, we got some good news though. Yeah. What's that? Um, we're doing a show and you got your computer fixed. You're right. Yeah, that is, that's very true. Nope. You're totally right. Well, um, I cannot say why, um, Keith may be able to, I don't know why, um, if he can or not, but we got some exciting news today that both he and I will be doing some actual acting paid for acting down in Atlanta next week. So we're going to have what Keith? We're going to have a live show together. A live show. First time ever. <laughs> the only thing is to like, I thought about what I was like, that's what I was going to announce. But I was like, yeah. wait, maybe I shouldn't announce that because we didn't talk about that. But that was well, that was the big news. <laughs> okay, I was cool. worried about saying cool. something. No, it's okay. I can't say what I'm doing, but it is very exciting, and I'm excited to tell you when I can do it. Um, Heck I yeah, same here. So, yeah, future announcements yeah. to be had, but both very exciting, both on very big deals. So um, congrats yeah. to both of us. Keith, give me a round of applause. I'll give you a round of applause. Tyler, yeah, I like clap. That. I want your volleyball. Yeah, you clap. Where's the? I, you know what? I found the volleyball. Like Tyler's been putting this volleyball on the screen. I don't know if you noticed it. He's been he like did? hiding it, and we like. I, it's like a game, but I found it. I found it every time, and I, I spot it. Like I look for it. <laughs> I've not found it yet, so I got to go back. Are you serious? No, I, I, I didn't know. I knew we were doing like the worst Waldo thing, but I didn't know he actually did it. So that's impressive. So cool, good job. It is. Yeah. It is impressive. Well, so, we have a little bit of a shortened show, but what do you want to say, Keith? I have a couple interesting things today to say today because we've had some interesting stories up in the news. We did. Let's go. With, all right. So whatever you want to open up with is fine, um, whether we're going with the with the Jenner thing or whatever. But I, I actually, let's open up with that. Okay. Well, I brought this to Keith's attention because, you know, we've been lucky enough to have the show. Um, both Keith and I um, work with KM Voice, the production company now that I've um, joined a part of, which is awesome. And yeah. so, you know, we, I would say, Keith, that we're fairly decent people when, when it comes to goodwill, right? Like, we're, we are yeah. generally nice people, right? We, I, I think well, without charity, you don't get anywhere in life. So, yes. Sure. Right. No, exactly. So, um, we saw, well, I heard this about this on the radio the other day, and I figured we have to talk about this um, because this is this is a sports show. It's a pop culture show. It's a racing show. It's all this. Rarely ever do we talk about the Kardashians, but geez, we have to bring this up. I had to bring this up. Apparently, somebody that Kylie Jenner knew, I don't know if she was, he was on the production crew or whatever it was, um, had extremely high medical bills. Um, and he, he was out of pocket 60 grand of what he owed. And as we know, through all these challenging times, uh, especially with keeping up with the Kardashians being no longer on air for him, uh, but that's neither here nor there, right, but right. that it is, it is hard to pay off medical bills when you're a normal person, especially when there is $60,000 worth. Right. And Keith, Kylie Jenner was named one of the youngest self-made billionaires. We all know that's BS. 
What was yeah, the name of the self-made billionaire? No, 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 no. She spent like a quarter million dollar on like recontouring her face. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> which is my problem because he has sixty gram in medical bills. She donates five thousand dollars and starts a GoFundMe to go help this man. Kylie Jenner, you can go f yourself is what you can do because you are yeah. a billionaire. You make that every three hours, probably the the full sixty grand, the five grand. You probably make every minute. I am sorry, but if you work with somebody like if you are need Keith, I'm, I'm actually being nice for once. I would help you out, Tyler, our volleyball producer. If he needed new stitching in his volleyball um, things, I would help him out. <laughs> but if you are a billionaire, a hundred thousand dollars is a drop in the ocean, right? Yeah. So what is it's a what is sixty it's a grand? Why do you have to right? Why do you have to ask the public to pay sixty grand when you are Kylie freaking Jenner? Yeah, dude. And when we first started talking about this, I was like, well, wait a minute. She made a GoFundMe page. It's not bad. Like I didn't think it was right. a bad idea. But then, like as we started talking, I was like, no, 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 no. Nope, mm-hmm. that's not right. Because you're listen. If she is, if she is, a, uh, she's definitely not self-made. We know that. But she is a billionaire. You tell me she couldn't front the 60. You couldn't just be like, listen, we were friends. We were doing this, whatever. I'm going to front it. Uh, you know, I'll give it to you at a certain amount of time or whatever. Or I'll give it to you now or you can pay back or whatever. But, like, she's not going to miss that money. No. She, 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 spends, that, she spends that on her dang shoes. Her, they came out with her birthday gifts and her, um, her Christmas gifts or something. And they spent a million dollars on each other. A million. You can't help this guy's life out with sixty grand that worked with you and for you. Like, no. Yeah, dude, it just it just doesn't make any sense. Hannah Morgan uh, is in the chat. Says hey, and Tom Tuttle, who we don't pay attention to, said she makes one point three million per Instagram post. That's insane. Go post on. Do okay. Hang on, hang on. So one point three million. Yeah. Is divided by sixty thousand. If she made twenty one percent of an Instagram post, maybe it's even less than that. No, way less than that. Like point twenty one percent of twenty point yeah, zero point twenty one percent of an Instagram post. Check my math out. I'm bad at it, but point twenty one percent of an Instagram post could pay for his medical bills. Yeah, exactly. But we're talking about like so like if you want to take a step back and realize that she's just I mean that's just a horrible thing to have to do. I get why people are upset. But you want to talk about self-made billionaires? I'm not a fan (laughs) of Jeff. Huh? Not her. No, it's not her. I mean, if you look at, like, the top – let's just look at the top ten self-made billionaires. And I'm not necessarily – like, Jeff uh, Bezos, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, uh, Bernard Allnut, um, Carlos Slim, Hulu, and then some name I can't pronounce, Larry Ellison, Mark Zuckerberg, and Michael Bloomberg, and Larry Page. Like you're looking and Larry Page is Google. You're looking at Larry Ellison who's Oracle. I mean, these are just some of the you know what I mean? Like these are Warren Buffett, obviously, Berkshire Hathaway. Uh Bill yeah. Gates was Microsoft and then Bo- uh, Bozos was Amazon. Dude, if you look mm-hmm. like she does not belong in the company of these people. No, like not at all. Not even close, dude. No, no, not not at all. Huh. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but I, I do want to jump past that because I don't like wasting time um, on that. But, um, Keith, you told me before the show you had something you wanted to talk to me about on the show. So I'd like to hear what it is. So let's go into it. I, I honestly have no clue. Okay. So we don't get political on this show at all. But Eminem's cancel culture 
has been like it's been gaining steam, right? Like they're they want to cancel this guy. It's all over TikTok. Don't, it doesn't matter if you like Eminem or not. I don't really care about that. But you got to at some point in time, freedom of speech, right? Like we've done a good job at making sure that kids can't listen to this, right? Which is wrong. I mean, you can kids can download this, but you know, there's parental advisories. It's your job as a parent to basically you sure. know, teach your kids what to listen to. Yeah. Um, but this cancel culture that's happening and cancel culture is huge, dude. Like the and it's a silent minority. You understand that, right? Mm-hmm. For cancel culture. Sure. So there's I we you know there was a poll I was I was looking at, and basically what they want is they want Eminem to still be Eminem. But they basically want to have to set up like they basically he has to get lyrics approved before he he says anything. And you already know Eminem's not going to do that. All right. I want to know this is slightly off topic, but in the topic, if Cardi B and Megan Stallion's WAP can be the number one song and that's allowed, but Dr. Seuss books are not allowed. And then we say to Eminem, he can't do stuff, but they can do this stuff. I don't understand anything anymore. I don't either. I, I don't understand. I want to cancel. I want to cancel, cancel culture. Yeah. Why can't we, like, when did we start getting so offended by everything that you can't even have jokes anymore? You can't do things. I, I just, I get confused because Eminem's always been raunchy and whether you like, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Eminem. I love the guy, but he's, well, he's never, not, he's never not been Eminem. Right. He's exactly. He's always he's authentically, been. authentically Eminem and has never strayed from that. You, you got to give him that. No, exactly. So, but he, but the thing is, is, is he he sided with I would have to say the wrong group of people because those same people that he sided with and was you know making noise with them, all of a sudden now they're the ones that want to cancel him for saying certain things. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You're either going to stand up for freedom of speech, which is what Eminem has done in the past, or you tone down your lyrics and you cave in to a silent minority. And I, I just don't see Eminem doing that. But I also don't know how he's going to recover because he alienated 90 percent. Oh, I don't want to say 90, but half of his fan base by doing what he did before. So I, I don't know. How, like, what is if we were on the hook for cancel culture? Yeah. How do you recover from that? <laughs> I was going to say make a recovery. I was going to say make a recovery album part two. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so like, um, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it either. Well, another rapper that is currently actually trending, um, and I, I don't know if I've ever shared this story with you, Keith, but um, DaBaby is trending on Twitter right now, and I can't really figure out why. There's no news or info going on with it, just a bunch of memes. Um, so I live, I live Hi. in Huntersville. What? He needs a bottle. What? Like a. Oh, he needs Dabal? No. Yeah, Dababy. Dababy. What a horrible rap name. Can we dwell about this rap name for a minute? That is actually okay. That is really bad. Dude, right? Like, Dababy is a bad – like, that's – what happened to, like, Young Jock and Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and, like, like even – I guess Ice Cube is kind of corny. Easy E? Like, Easy E, that is a badass name. Right. But Dababy? Like, why – how do you – like, what street cred did you have to have? His mom. Beat <laughs> To be, to be nicknamed Da Baby, and it's spelled Da Baby, like just like it's pronounced. I don't know if it was a girl or if it, like a girlfriend or his mom or what, but not the best, not the best. You got little baby, and you got Da Baby. I mean, what? It's not good. 
I mean, no. it's just it's just not good. It, it doesn't make any sense why you pick that name. Think of something cooler. It's not that hard. I mean, you're a rapper. You you're you're talented enough to be a rapper. You can think of a name, right? Oh yeah, they can, dude. But the only thing is, we're we're let, let's talk about this for a second while we're talking about music and rap and everything else. I remember when I used to make fun of Lil Wayne growing up, being like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, he can't rap. He can't do it. I, I miss him. Auto-tune. Yeah. Like, dude, I miss – I'd rather have auto-tune than a bunch of mumble rappers that can't figure anything out. Right. Right. Uh, little known facts about Lil Wayne, Keith, um, something he and I actually share in common, is um, Lil Wayne also has epilepsy. I did hear about that, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. The only I, thing is, like, I I remember that big controversy with Lil Wayne a long time ago, where he was like stepping one? on the American flag. Do you remember that? And like oh, everybody was pissed yeah. off. And, yeah. But but again, I didn't say anything because it, 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 is it wrong in my eyes? Sure, absolutely. But it's freedom of speech, man. But then Lil sure. Wayne comes out and does a bunch of different things. Lil Wayne's a good guy. I, yeah. I, well, I, I don't want to talk about his priors or his past or rap sheets or whatever, but he's really not a bad guy. No, but that's what I mean. No. Do you like mumble rap? No, you don't like what is it called? Trap crap? What is it called? Yeah, trap. I don't. I don't. Uh, to me, I don't know. I like. I like rap. I do, um, but only to a point. Um, it's got to have. To me, let me think of how to put this. To me. Music, of course, should always have storytelling in it, right? So I get a lot of rappers, they're telling their story. Eminem, one of the greatest people at that of all time, in my opinion. I'm sure. Lyrical genius, absolutely. That's not just your opinion, it's my opinion too. So great with lyrics, great with that. And I will say I am not the biggest Eminem um, fan, but I respect a lot of the stuff that he does because it's absolutely incredible uh, as far as lyrics, as far as everything he does in there. But I don't like just – I don't understand – when your music is just, oh, I shot this guy. I shot this guy. I had sex with this girl. Like, there's nothing original with any of the stuff that comes out now. And so Dude, I really appreciate it when there's actually a story, when there's melodies in there. And actually, to the baby, the point I was making. So I live in Charlotte, uh, in Huntersville, just north of Charlotte. And there's a Walmart where I'm looking. It's literally about a thousand feet that way. And the baby was in there um, with his daughter because he lived in Charlotte. And he was in there with his daughter, and this was two years ago, and he had somebody come that actually came and tried to shoot him in the Walmart. Now, he had uh, a gun self-defense, shot the other guy. They ended up killing him. But if you've ever heard in the um, in the song Rockstar by the baby, this big hit, um, he's talking about that in the song. That was actually the Walmart literally next to my house, down the street right here. Like, I can see it. That's crazy. I was just told by some jerk that my skin color doesn't qualify me to speak on these topics. Um, well, okay. So, can you not talk about rap? Because here's the thing, I. So you can you can like any kind of music you can like. I, I appreciate, I appreciate all types of music. I appreciate all types of diversity. I appreciate everything with that. That is not a correct statement in my opinion because you should I'm be able to talk statement. about whatever. If you like if you like classic rock, why can you talk about classic rock but you can't talk about rap? It's not a. It's, it's not a. It's, is that a correct statement in anybody's mind? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like I've seen a lot of – I've been doing podcasts for a long time uh, with a lot of yeah. different people, and that is probably the most asinine comment I've ever seen on any of our stuff ever. 
Well, the thing is, is that I feel like that goes back to a little bit of cancel culture because in my opinion, I am of the view that you should be able to understand other people's hardships. And through that, a lot of, a lot of rappers and people that sing about stuff, they're talking about things that went through in their life. So me talking about baby and the rocks from that song, he's telling the story of how he had to save his baby, his child in a grocery store because he had someone come after him to shoot him and try to kill him. I cannot imagine what that is like, but that is absolutely horrible. They had to go through that, but I don't understand that you can't, why, why can't we say that we're talking about that? We can talk about, if we can talk about Lamar Jackson being a good or bad quarterback, Whoa, that we can no. have you know, on that. You know, like we, we, we should be able to talk about anything with that. I don't understand that. We talk about anything we want. You want to know why we can do that? Because we're not beholden to the FCC or anybody else for that matter. That's right. No, exactly. And I, I don't know. That's just uh, that's that's interesting. It, it, it's, <laughs> but, but this is what we're talking about, like cancel culture, all this other stuff. It doesn't matter. what. Why can we not sit down and have conversations anymore? We didn't bash anybody. I didn't bash anybody at all. I just, I just don't like mumble rap. It's not for me. I think it's awful. But, I think it's horrible. I think it's not lyrical. I think it's horrible. Yeah. But if you but go for back me, to – Go ahead. Like I, enjoy, I enjoy classic rock. I enjoy hard rock. But I absolutely do not like like screaming um, like death metal rock. I hate oh, that. I hate and it. guess what? That is my opinion, and I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, dude, I hate and talk about like death metal. Like, like I hate screamo music. I can't stand screamo music. No, screamo. I I like hard rock. I like punk rock. I like emo rock. I like classic yeah. rock. I like all that. I don't like screamo rock, and I'm allowed to say that. So yeah, we can say whatever we want. We can all have open discussions on here. I know we're getting off on a tangent now, but the reason I have this podcast and the reason Keith and I do this is because this is why we have this podcast. Is because yeah. we can talk about things we want to talk about. It's not offending people. We do not, again, we don't get political. We don't take sides on stuff. We're just saying, hey, I like this guy. Hey, I like that guy. Or, you know, anything with that. We can talk about that stuff. This is a public thing to where I can share my beliefs of what I think. And we do not get controversial on the show. Us no. saying what music we like and do like is not a problem. So if you have a problem with that, I'm sorry. Right. Just don't watch. Turn the channel. Switch. Switch it. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. No, let's let's take a quick break. So we we did, uh, we, we went. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty right through. Um, so we're, we're doing a hard stop at 8, I do believe, right? Cause we are. Ser- yes. But we not. have some very, very funny topics from baseball spring training. Um, beer. And the, uh, a beer may have saved a life today. Which is crazy. <laughs> it is. We'll get back to that right after the break. We'll be back.
Welcome back to life in the fast lane with Matt Tift and myself. Hey, Monday show hey. start off a little. It's, it's today. Even the show today started like it was a Monday. It did. I, you know, we try to keep the show light, but um, you know, stuff does happen. But you know what? Let's go to a denser topic, and that is both Keith did and you I have just say a de- that was a good segue. That made me mad. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Donut Wars, because I was talking to some of them. Sorry if you noticed I changed shirts. It got really cold in my house. So we got a sweater on now. Um, but anyways, uh, there's probably a volleyball floating around my head. I don't know. I can't see the screen, so I don't know what happens on the show anymore, apparently. <laughs> um, but anyways, Keith, so we are talking about <laughs> breakfast, okay? And to me, I'm an eggs and bacon guy, but we have to settle debate, and that is Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts Donuts. And both of us have terrible blood sugar problems where we can't enjoy these treats. And I haven't had a donut in 10 years because I'm allergic. But, God, do I love the taste of the donut in my mind. So, so which one do you like? What what kind of donut and what place are you going to? So does it have to be those two options? There can be a third. That's fine. All right. So there's a place out where I'm at. They're actually world famous, to be honest with you. They won Best Bakery in the in America. Uh, it's really? literally right by my, well, I grew up in Amherst, so it's in Amherst, Ohio, and it's called Kedrowski's Base, uh, Bakery. So Kedrows, man, Kedrowski's really? Bakery. Oh, dude, they they have something called a snoogle, and dude, I'm a telling what? you, it's called Stand a again? snoogle. Snoog. Okay, never heard of that. Oh my god, dude, it is the best donut you've ever had in your entire life. I promise. Really? They're like long sticks, and they're like I don't even know how to explain it, other than the fact that. God and like five angels made these things on a cloud and immediately sent them down via like ESP. And that's how these people created the Snoogle. I, I think, dude, it's fluffy. It's got the, the little bit of, oh, dude, it's, just, it's the best donut ever. And it's by Krodowski's in Amherst. And like they are, they are world famous. Like they are, they are the, they were voted on the food channel. They were voted the number one bakery in all of America. How about that? Okay. Well, other than uh, the snoogle that they make there, what if you're going to a normal uh, bakery, you get a chocolate donut, uh, jelly, what, um, a, a crawler. What are you getting, dude? Honestly, I'm going straight glaze, just regular original glazed donut. And I and I, but I don't like. Honestly, I have to go Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Okay. Like Got I it. love Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not a big Krispy Kreme fan, so I mean yep. that's an issue. And it's not because I don't like the taste of Krispy Kreme. It's because I have a pre-notion that they're gas station donuts. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like yes, I don't think I've absolutely. ever gone into a Krispy Kreme store. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I thought that for a long time too, but then everybody in the South loves them. But you find Krispy Kremes here like you find Arby's. In Ohio, I mean, we have a lot of Arby's too, but like they're everywhere. Right. So it's way more common down here. I don't know if they've just expanded in general, but since I moved to Charlotte, there's all kinds of Krispy Kremes everywhere. But yeah, everybody's crazy about them. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not that into. I'm not that into it in general. But um, for me, it's uh, the reason I brought this up was because I had the strangest craving. Again, I've not had a donut in 10 or 12 years. This was way before I was keto because. I literally just break out in a hive and a rash. I don't know if it's the sugar they use or whatever it is, but like I can't eat it without feeling like absolute junk for the next three days. So I, I've just right. stayed away from it, but I love donuts. Um, so for me, it's a, 
uh, a raspberry jelly uh, filled donut or a chocolate um, chocolate covered uh, like glazed donut with sprinkles on there. But I'm weird with that because same thing for ice cream. There's a place in North Royalton called the Shake Shop and there their twist cone um, like chocolate vanilla mix with uh, sprinkles on there is the absolute best thing that I want. So I guess we're both kind of simple with that. But yeah, I'm going um, definitely going Dunkin' Donuts out of the two. So sorry, Krispy Kreme. Dude, the, the only thing is, like, you were just talking about ice cream. You can't – we can't talk about ice cream. Like, I have a passion in life, and my passion is ice cream. If I'm having a bad day, ice cream helps. Really? If I, dude, dude we were, say – okay. We, no, no. Hold it. Hold it. We, tomorrow, we are having a segment about ice cream because yes. I, that is my – cookies, brownies, and ice cream are my Achilles heel, and thank God they started making keto versions of it because right before the show, I ate a half a pint of ice cream. Half a pint of wait now how now wait a minute, what kind of ice cream was it? Is it sugar free? It is. It's called sponsor us. It's called Rebel Ice Cream. Um, sponsor us. Uh, tri- triple chocolate sponsor us Rebel Ice Cream. Very delicious Rebel <laughs> Ice Cream. <laughs> but yeah, okay, it's so in it's in Target. It's in Harris Teeter Publix. All that stuff down here now. It's it's really good. Oh my God! Now I'm jealous. Now I want some. It's really good. No, go to Giant Eagle or something. They have it, but. Okay, so we know some people, though, don't have a sweet tooth, and we have to get to this because we named the damn show after this, and that is a beer saved somebody's life. So, Keith, you're a baseball guy. You want to take this? I am. So, no, you go ahead and tell the story, and I'm going to laugh out loud. Okay, okay. So, well, who is playing? Who's playing in the game? I can't remember. I, I can't remember. Let me go see. All right, so. Um, but it was a freak thing, that's for sure. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, MLB player rips foul ball into fans' beer. Um, shoot, it doesn't say on here because I clicked the wrong link. But um, so they're out in spring training. A uh, baseball player rips a foul ball. The guy's holding up the Michelob Ultra, who sponsored me last year, sponsored me again. Plug, plug, plug um, for the brand. So <laughs> comes down. He's holding up his beer. You know as well as I do, Keith, a beer at the baseball game is expensive, right? Yeah, oh, it's the Angels. $5 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not dollar beer night or 10 cent beer night anymore. It is expensive. 75 right. cent whatever it was. Um <laughs> it's expensive stuff. So, not only did the ball come and hit the beer, but it was in front of his face, so the ball, I mean the beer deflected the ball from going into his face as an epic picture of it showering everybody around them. But the cool thing was the Angels sent a – they sent the um, the concession people to bring down him a, a bunch of beer and a Mike Trout signed baseball bat. How freaking cool is that? Do you want, do you want to know – 20 bucks, and, I, and I, I don't have this in front of me. I don't know. I didn't do any research on it. But how much do you want to bet that Mike Trout made that happen? Oh, no, he definitely – that was absolutely Mike Trout making that happen. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It was not the club. That is, that is Mike Trout going – that man needs a beer. Oh, here's my bat too. You're damn right it was. Absolutely it was. Yeah. But dude, that's happened a bunch of times. Like, do you you know this is what we were kind of talking about before, like players being mm-hmm. like super generous and getting fan interaction and stuff like that. Mike Trout, Abre you know, Bobby Abreu, all of these these players. Dude, like when that when something like that happens, Derek Jeter was real big on it too. Yep. When yep. stuff like that happens and you see these players go out into the stands or whatever and give them bats or their batting gloves or practice gloves or, you know, whatever. It's like a warm, feel-good story. You know what I mean? Because 
a lot of these times people look up, you know, everybody looks up to these people. It's not some people. Everybody does. If you're an athlete or you're into sports, you have a player you looked up to. You know what I mean? Yep, like, absolutely. it just sucks that I have to look up to both you and Hillis because you're both monsters <laughs> over me. But when, <laughs> but when you when you break it down, it's like that's the feel-good stuff. And how many – let's – have you ever done anything like that? Um, Let's see. I've given away gloves. I've given away shoes. Um, today, that's if you retweet crazy. the show on Twitter – I'm actually giving away a an autographed um, trading card today and tomorrow's show. So both days, retweet and follow at LITFL show. I'm giving away uh, a trading card. But, yeah, I mean, I've given um, – oh, shoot. I've given – well, I've done a helmet for charity, but that's different. Um, you know, no, I just – No, no, it's not. That's not different. The only thing is, like, not not – that's not different at all. Oh, Dude, you know what? I, like... do have, I do have a good one. I've given away sheet metal from my wrecked car. That's been cool. Okay, so that's bad. But that's what I mean. Like, that kind of stuff is cool. When you giving a helmet away to charity is no different than Jeter giving his gloves away to a fan. You don't have a lot of athletes anymore who do stuff like that. And that's a connection. Whoever you gave that to is a fan and a follower of you forever. Yeah. And you know who does a really good job of it in the NASCAR world is um, Ryan Blaney, another fellow Ohioan, the Cleveland Indians fan. Um, after every race, he goes up and gets the checkered flag and celebrates. And then he always goes and finds a kid in the grandstands and gives that checkered flag to a kid. Not though it's always a kid that he finds in the stands. I think that's really, really cool. So every time that's he incredible. wins, he goes and gives it. He goes and signs it and gives it to a kid. I mean, it makes their day. Like, it's so freaking cool. They'll never forget the moment in their life, you know? I'll never forget the day that I was at the Jake and we were, uh, my, you know, my dad got tickets for us and we were, I mean, we were close. You know what I mean? Like we're down there and, um, we got there early before the game. She always want to try to get there early and see if you can catch a player outside or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're down there. Oh, we did always go outside and stay outside the, the um, players oh, a lot. You did that too. Oh God. Yeah. In fact, we, I do, I do it as an adult. I got uh, Josh yeah. Tomlin. I got him to sign an autograph ball. When I came up, I was like, I was like, Hey man, you know, he was passing by and of course Hammy was there and I'm like, Hammy, you know what I mean? But he was passing by and I said, Hey, would you sign this? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And he walked over to me, shook my hand, signed the ball. Nobody else would. Yeah. Like not yeah. anybody. Kipnis, nobody. Cause this is when Kipnis was still on the team, but yeah. nobody else would sign the ball. But Tomlin came over like I was his best friend, shook my hand, signed it. No issues, no anything. Yeah. And, and that stuck with me. You know what I mean? I rooted for that guy. No matter where he goes, what happens, I will yep. root for him. I don't care. Well, that's where um, – so this weekend we're going to Bristol, um, which is – they call it the last great Coliseum. you got to look it up if you haven't seen it. Keep, actually, watch this race on Sunday. NASCAR is running a dirt race, uh, first time since 1970-something um, in the Cup Series. So uh, there's a cool area before you enter the track, and all the, stand, the fans stand out there, and they all stand and ask for your autograph. And it is one of the coolest places, in my opinion, because you get to go and you can stay out there for hours and sign for everybody. And then every time I go there, I would make sure that I signed for every single person that I could until I had to go um, to walk through the tunnel to go down the track or after the race. We'd stay out there for hours just signing for fans. And I think, um, you know, a lot of guys give um, Kyle Bush, of course, they give him tons of crap all the time because he's Kyle Bush. But right. I tell you what. That man will stand out there and sign autographs for those people until they are gone. He goes to different camping sites and signs flags uh, randomly, um, unasked. He'll sign RVs. like He'll sign anything for them. So 
that's the cool thing about NASCAR and not everybody, but a few people in there, there's even Kyle Busch, the people that, you know, the guy that people love to love or hate. He's the biggest villain in there. He still goes out there and signs for the, the fans. He didn't have to do that. The dude gets paid good money, but he goes and, and, and signs for the kids, for the fans out there. I think that's something really, really cool. I got to do that, but someone like Kyle Busch to go do that, that is a very big gesture from one of the biggest polarizing sports figures in America, really. Oh, no, absolutely it is. But that's like – like when you – it's not like that anymore. It's not like this anymore, I guess, where mm-hmm. you got to have – the ability to go out there and talk to the players because now everybody's got such a damn ego. Everybody's getting yep. paid hundreds upon hundreds well, why? of million dollars. Why, why is there an ego? I don't understand that. You are getting paid to play a game or you're getting paid to drive a race car. Everybody's dreamed to do that. Why do you suddenly become everybody else? I understand the competition. I understand the pressure. Sure. I understand all that. But at what point do you go, huh, ah, I'm better than you. Screw you. Like what, what makes you think that that makes you better than someone? I've never understood that. It, it, and that, you still don't even believe that you're famous, which is funny. But like when you when you really do get down to it, it's it's the lifestyle that people have made for themselves. Like they they, they put themselves on a pedestal because they have a ten million dollar house or a four million dollar yeah. house or they've got six beamers and three cents. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it shouldn't be like that because we pay their salaries. I mean, in the end, if yeah. you don't get the fans in the seats. They ain't paying you $150 million right. to come play. No, it's, the only that. reason athletes get paid the way they do is because of entertainment, because yes. sponsors pay the TV, which then TV says, we'll go put on the show. But before we get um, off today, uh, we only have a few minutes left. I do want to talk about a really cool story. And I was never a big fan of his because it just wasn't a big Cowboys fan. But I thought this was very, very cool. Um, so Des Bryant. So um, Des Bryant was very vocal saying about you know him being devastated about um, ex-NFL star Vincent Jackson. And he wanted to go put in a program in the NFL to help players going through uh, you know, just different mental illnesses. And so he became, um, he started to have a plan to become a mentor and life coach for struggling athletes with a focus on tendering to uh, their mental health. And he said, depression and anxiety, all that shit is real. Um, he said, yeah. you know, basically they're under so much pressure. They, they're, they're gifted with this, this insane talent and things to do this, but they're put under so much pressure. And we've talked about before between like me coming out and talking about anxiety, me talk, um, talking about Kevin Love, him coming out and talking about that. That is something very cool. And I now have so much more respect for Des Bryant because we're talking about all these guys with giant egos. Des Bryant is stepping up and saying, hey, if you have a problem and you're an athlete and you're struggling with things, come to me. And I'm setting up a foundation for whether it's an organization or himself, whatever it is, to help people through that. And I think that is so cool. Again, was not a Cowboys fan, was not necessarily a Des Bryant fan until today when I read this. I think that is absolutely awesome that he is doing that. Because, again, we talk about you can be the most egotastic, ego, you know, egocentric maniac there is, or you can go make a difference. And I think he is he is seen what cancel culture, the first part of this show, um, <laughs> Yeah. What cancel culture what, does. What it can do. What, yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw the Ohio State guy this week, all the hate tweets and things coming out, him hoping that he dies and never comes back to Ohio State because he'll come up and shoot him. Like, what is wrong come with people? Like, that, that's the stuff. I mean, I've gotten tons of death threats. I mean, we've, um, like, we've seen all kinds of stuff. And you grow thick skin, you don't think anything of it. But at, at some point, for some people, it gets to you. And you have to learn the tools to be able to push past that and put the noise away. And, 
I think that's very cool that Des Bryant said, hey, I'm here to help you um, get past that stuff. I've been through it. And he's only 32. He's not an old guy. Um, he's still, you know, very relatable to his peers that are playing in the NFL or um, basketball, whatever it may be that sure. want to talk to him. But I think that is a very big thing. Again, it's because of today's culture of just people being absolute I'm just going to say be complete assholes to each other. Why do you have to be like that? It does not make any sense. So I applaud Des Bryant for doing that, trying to do something for the greater good. So very cool. Um, hats off to him that he did that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I agree. I posted a couple of things about mental health. You know, depression is a real thing, man. Like that it really is. does happen. And especially in the NFL where concussions are a thing, that messes up your brain, man. It doesn't matter. You know what no, I mean? Like it, it happens. Yeah. And it's time that we were able to at least stand behind people. You know, I guess it's a pre-notion that like, oh, we're guys, so we don't have mental health. We don't. Yeah, screw you. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I get depressed just like everybody else. I get upset just like everybody else. It's how we mm -hmm. bounce back. And if there's programs yeah. in the play, and it's not, it's not just in the NFL or in NASCAR. It's everyday people too. And, and exactly. I called you a couple days ago, and I was like, man, there's, I just don't know what's wrong. I'm just not feeling yeah. right. I'm not. You you and you're like, yeah, well, you know, spit it out. Let me know what's going on. But yep. having a mental illness is it should not be looked upon as a weakness. No, I don't. No, that's, I, I, that's just and that's why I've been and I've been so vocal on it. But it's it's being vocal, but it's being vulnerable, too, because it takes a lot to to not shut down, to not you know hold yeah. it inside until it gets to a boiling point. I mean, I've been there. You've been there. I think we've all been there at some point or if you haven't, you're going to at some point. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Um, but there's I think. There is an era that is gone of, you know, people the same, like you said, guys being the macho man that they can't talk about that stuff. You can talk about that stuff. And that's a big yeah, thing absolutely. that people should be able to talk about um, is mental illness. But then past that, again, we go back to cancel culture and people being so hateful and mean to each other. We're all people. We should all be able to have good conversations with each other, to be able to understand each other, differences, whatever, to sit down and say, Hey, you're a human. I'm a human. Nobody's better than each other. Let's just talk this out and not have it to where the Ohio State guy, he's a college kid. He's going to the NCAA tournament. Maybe he didn't play well. It does not matter. You do not say, I hope you don't step on Ohio State campus. I'm going to shoot you. I'm so glad Ohio State stepped up in the way they did. Of course, I'm a Buckeyes fan, but even this, this was Michigan. If they stepped up in the way in Ohio State, team you then, play for. right? Well, it's not even a team, it's a university, but I'm so, is a team, but. I'm so glad that the university stepped up and said, we're actually going to look into the authorities about this because I feel like these trolls always get away with it and they get the name out there. But now people aren't trashing out their names anymore. They're putting out and oh. saying, Hey, he did this. And now people are saying, okay, there is actual, you know, there's actual intent to do something harmful here. And that's not been shown before um, from authorities or, or anything like that. But of course, there's a balance. You should be able to judge things. You should be able to say, you know, your opinion on stuff. But when you go to say, I'm 100%. going to go kill you because you played bad in a basketball game. I mean, come on. Go get a uh, freaking one. Yeah, dude, you just prosecute them. It yeah. is 7.57. And, uh, we, I mean, we had, we try to pack a lot into an hour show. So, like, we try well, not to take too many breaks and whatnot. Like my fault. <laughs> no, it's nobody's fault. It's fine, Matt. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. We will have a great. We will have another great show tomorrow, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, obviously, today uh, we got a little bit deeper into topics, but that's you know that's the cool thing about this show is that it is it's about racing, it's about sports, it's about pop culture. But then, at the end of the day, it is about what we want to talk about. And so, if you guys want us to talk about something, you let us know in the comments or our DMs. Again, we um, we have the 
um, the deal going on to where if you retweet on my um, Twitter and follow Life in the Fast Lane show on there, you enter to win a um, autographed trading card there. So we'll announce the winner of that at the end of tomorrow's show. Um, but beyond that, you know, the, the thing with this show is we have a lot of fun. We have episodes where we're absolutely stupid and funny and just can't stop crying, laughing at each other. But again, the reason I did this show with you, Keith, is because this is an outlet I haven't had before to be able to talk about things and talking about mental illness, talking about being good humans to each other, being, um, and then, you know, just fun things we want to talk about, like Mike Trout, a, a beer saving a guy's life, like right? stuff like that. Exactly. That's what makes this fun show and diverse. And we don't want it to ever be just one thing. So please share the show. Um, please, you know, tell your friends to watch it. We'll be back again tomorrow, uh, Tuesday at 7 PM and also Thursday at 7 PM before we head out here. But um, final thoughts, Keith, before we, um, we go out of here. Just be a decent human being. It's not that hard. We're all – listen, everybody Everybody has their attitudes. Everybody has their problems. Everybody has their issues. Everybody says things they don't mean it sometimes. But to be a decent human being, it really isn't that hard, and it's free. Yep. It is free. It's very free. And actually, I would say it is. it takes a lot more effort to be a bad human than it does to be a good human. Oh, yeah. Absolutely it does. Absolutely. All right, guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at KeithMiger1. Follow Matt at Matt underscore Tift. Go to our Teespring store, Life in the Fast Lane 2, and make sure you check out our Patreon, not an OnlyFans page. So make sure you go there. Share the show. Share the show. If you buy a if – you, if you buy a what? If you buy something from the Teespring, you're automatically entered into our SummerSlam sweepstakes from Tift. So you will uh, – I don't know. We're coming up with a prize. I can't remember what the prize was. It's a fire. It's a um, autographed fire suit for me at the end of the summer. That's right. So, that's right. All that's summer right. long, you're entering to win that fire suit. Not so we got some, some people looking into that. So that's gonna be fun. Not pissed on by me in a race. I promise it's a clean one, unless you want that one, which I don't think I have. But oh, no, I already gave it to Keith. That's why. Yeah, that's he right. already, I already had, have that one. I already have this one. That one. In fact, I gave him a little bit extra before it left the shop. So yeah, <laughs> he gave it a couple <laughs> more shakes. Uh huh. Uh huh. It was that Celsius, not Red Bull, right? Yes. All right, yes. guys. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, not same time, 7, 7 o'clock. Yeah, we'll 7, not 7.15. All right. Not See y'all. Thank you. Good night, everyone.